Daytha, Ewi Nakan. Welcome to podcast number 24. And so another week have flown by. I hope you're all doing okay. Uh, my week's been pretty good, thank you. And on Tuesday evening, actually, I did have a, a slightly different experience. It, it happens every now and then when um, we get a new vicar in the area. And as a lot of you know, we um, we do cover quite a large area, really. And um, this time, twas the the time of the North Cornwall cluster of churches. And um, years ago, they joined together. There's actually six churches in this cluster, which is um, St. Peter's at Port Isaac, then St. Andelian, St. Q, St. Minver, St. Anadoc, and St. Michael's down at Perthilly. And every time... We have a new vicar come to a, a cluster. They have a lovely service where um, the church is always full. And it was on Tuesday where we come and welcome the new vicar. So the church wardens did ask me if I would be one of the people that would stand up and just say a few words to welcome our new vicar. He's called Craig Marshall um, to the area. So I said, yeah, that'll be fine. So a few days before I was thinking about what I was going to say, but as the service was going on, um, it was quite a serious service, really, and we even had the Bishop of Truro there, and I'm thinking all oh, crumbs, because I, I thought I'd add a little bit of humour to it, really, and uh, I'm thinking, oh, am I doing the right thing? Is it appropriate or whatever? Well, before you knew it, it was my turn to go up, and thankfully, I'd stuck to what I thought I was going to say, and it went down really well, so that was good. And then after the service, we went back to the church hall there in behind the church at St. Andelian, and it was fantastic. There were so many people there I'd seen, I haven't seen perhaps for a little while. Well, I was there, I reckon, an hour and a half talking away. It was a lovely evening. So that was uh, my Tuesday. Uh, anyway, for this podcast, I was wondering what I was going to talk about, and I thought seeing that I spoke about our trip up to Scotland in the last episode. I'd perhaps talk about the Cornish tartans this week and kilts. And then I thought that would merge into, well, what this weekend is uh, a big weekend here in Cornwall, as on Sunday tis St Piran's Day. And I'm buzzing for it, I tell you. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, as some of you may know, I mean, the Cornish of worn kilts for, well, hundreds of years. I think there is a end of a pew up at Alternun Church, and I think that's dated back about 1500, and there's a carving on the end, and that's of a, a chap wearing a kilt playing the bagpipes, and obviously we've got the, the Cornish bagpipes down here. Um, I know dear old Merv Davy, a few miles away from us, um, fantastic on the bagpipes he is. Um, so that was dated back to then, but I did read that the first um, reference to the Cornish kilts was in 1903. And also, there is other mentions of a black kilt, which was worn by the Duke of Cornwall's Light Infantry in combat. Um, but I did hear years ago that really the traditional kind of kilt in Cornwall was black. In fact, I've got a, um old school friend, well, he's couple years older than me, Russell, and whenever he comes to a funeral now, he will still wear the black kilt. But um, 
the first tartans, really. I mean, that is quite modern. And I think it was back in 1963, I think. Um, and that was Tony Morton, Nance. Um, we know him well down Travone and we had the honour to, to conduct his funeral. And he uh, made, he uh, created the National Tartan. I think this is the most um, common tartan that you will see. It is the, mainly the yellow one. I mean, the, the colours, as you know, in, in a tartan, they all represent something. So you've got the black and the white, which is the for the flag of St. Piran. Um, then you've also got the gold and the black, which are the colours for the ancient kings of, of Cornwall and the southwest. You've got the red, which is for the legs and the beak of the Cornish Chuff, our national bird. And I think, Tony, if he was to come back now, he would be thrilled because there are actual chuffs in the Travone area now, which is a lovely sight to see. And then you've got the blue, which signifies the sea surrounding Cornwall. Then another Cornish tartan is the Hunton tartan. Now, this has pretty much the same colours as what Tony had in his, apart from it's a more subdued colour and the yellow is replaced by the green. And um, this was produced by Sandra Redwood. I, I met Sandra oh, many years ago now when when I got married. Um, I actually went down to see her. She was down west. And um, I had this hunting tartan, uh, the kilt for my wedding. And also, as well as replacing yellow with the green, they had a bit more royal blue and a gold, which I think it signified the Cornish wrestling, um, which obviously was very popular in Cornwall years ago, um, and obviously is still carrying on to this day. I know a long time ago now, I I did say to Father, I said I wouldn't mind perhaps incorporating a, a bit of Cornish tartan on our tails and our jackets and waistcoats for the funerals. And dear Father, he was quite laid back, really. He said, yeah, I'm happy. You do whatever you want. So... I thought back then, I thought perhaps the, as nobody else had done it, I thought perhaps the national tartan, the yellow was a bit bright. So I thought we would go for the hunting tartan. So that's what we're known for um, in our part of the world. I have a hunting tartan cravat and we've got the trim on the top of our, our pockets and all the bearers and that I have. And in fact, I don't actually own a black tie, which for an undertaker you might find is a, it's a bit surprising, but I always wear the Hunt and Tartan tie. And I see now in latter years, you do have a few other funeral directors up and down the duchy that are now wearing the National Tartan. But, um, you know, we've stuck to the, the Hunt and one, which um, is associated with us. The other Tartan, which is very popular here in Cornwall, is the St. Perrin's Dress Tartan. And that was designed by dear old Donald Raw from down at Padstow. Again, we had the honour to conduct his funeral. And that's pretty much the black and the white with a little bit of grey and red in as well. So that's the three main ones that I know of. I know there are a few Cornish families also that have got their own tartans, but um, that's the three most popular ones. And I think if you go on our, our works, Facebook and website pages, you will see there there's a the photo on me wedding day of me and father in our hunting kilts. And obviously we got St. Piran's Day coming up this weekend. And 
Well, it is going to be brave and coos, I think, but um, I'm tempted to wear me kilt somewhere this weekend. We'll uh, just have to wait and see. And so I think that's pretty much all I can talk about with the Tartans. If I think of anything else, I'll add it directly or next week. But now I thought perhaps I will talk about, about St Piran. So for those of you that don't know, um, St Piran, he was a Irish abbot and uh, a saint. I think he died in the year, well, roughly about 480. And um, from looking back at the history, I think he was actually thrown out of Ireland um, because he was preaching the gospel of um, Jesus Christ. And what happened was apparently they got on the top of a cliff and they tied a millstone to him so that he would sink and they aved him off the top of the cliff. Now, miraculously, that's the easy word to say, um, he they actually floated, and he floated all the way to Cornwall, and I think it was near Paramporth is where he was washed up, and he could have become the patron saint of surfers. That's where he actually um, landed when he came to Cornwall. I think his actual name was Kieran, but somehow along the lines it changed to Piran. And the coincidence is that we have got a, a Roman Catholic priest here at the minute based in Bobman and covers Bobman, Weybridge and Padstow from Ireland, Father Kieran. But I think he most probably drove down here to Bobman. I don't think he actually came over on a millstone. And I think when he first arrived, he was a bit of a hermit, but um, he did eventually get a bit of a following and he rediscovered... Um, smelting tin and so that's how in in years later he was the patron saint of tin miners um, and it was through that that we got our national flag the Cornish flag St Perrins which is the black background with the the white cross and that's meant to symbolize the black ore and the white metal of the tin and this flag have been in existence, well, for a long time. I think they can trace it back to 1838, I think is the first mention I've come across. So it does go back a long time. I think he lived to a good old age, but I think he did like his drink a bit, because I think that's where the saying comes from, drunk as a pariner. And every year I do make um, the annual pilgrimage there to the remains of his oratory, and then... Just a little bit further over the dunes, there is the old Celtic um, St. Piran's Cross. And um, I always like to go there every year. And usually um, on St. Piran's Day or the closest Sunday to it, they have a play there, um, which is is quite good. And I think um, my favourite St. Piran of all, from all the plays over the years, is Colin Retallick. I think he looked class. If you Google St. Piran, you'll see Colin there with his long grey hair and a beard, and yeah, I think he looks brilliant. But um, yeah, that's that's what, just one of the many events that go on. They call it Parentide, um, sometimes one day, but quite often it does span definitely over a weekend or even sometimes up to a full week, and this happens all over Cornwall, and um, you, you just see Cornish flags everywhere. It is fantastic. And of course, you will hear many times Trelawney, being sung so that's uh, something else to listen out for so i think that's about it for this week looks like a bit shorter one there but um i think that's uh, pretty much all i 
I'm going to think about saying. And um, it's obviously an exciting weekend ahead with the 5th of March being the, the main day. So I was thinking, well, what should I do for me Cornish word this week? Well, I couldn't do no other really than Happy St. Piran's Day in Cornish, which is Gaul Perrin Lowen. So um, I hope you all have a good St. Piran's Day. You have a good week and I will see you back here again, hopefully all being well next week. Wishy well. Do Guinness.